0: This episode of Harmonious Gentlemen is brought to you by Blind Men Brewing, makers of craft beer in central Alberta. Say hi to Hans. Yeah. Gentlemen.
1: Well, if podcast episodes were the highest number you could ever see on your digital clock, you'd know this had to be episode 59 of the Harmonious Gentlemen.
2: Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Tyler and Chris. Thank you, Graham. Yeah. It's good to see both of you here again. Yeah, you too. And Merry Christmas (laughs) to everyone listening. If you're listening on Christmas Day, wow.
3: Yeah. You should let us know because we have something for you. Yes. And if you're waiting to open your gifts until after (laughs) listening
2: to this episode,
3: (laughs) you're a super fan.
2: Kudos. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool to be able to release something on Christmas Day. This isn't going to be a normal episode. Um, We did consider taking a break, but... Not for you guys, not for our listeners. You guys deserve something, I think. Yeah, right. yeah.
3: Consider this our gift to you. Yeah. Yeah, we actually had one, one listener um, in particular who requested that we do an episode like this where we look back at the year that was hmm. and kind of just reflect on it and share and um, kind of do a year in review. And I know that's kind of a new year thing, but Christmas Day, it's close enough. Yeah. So, um, that's kind of the plan.
2: Cool and idea. We're, and we're going to take a little break for the next couple of weeks after this over that time frame. So yeah. it, it still works. Yeah. Um, you guys, just we we're looking at some numbers here, and we put out 26 episodes this year of the podcast. That's amazing. Yeah, it's a lot. And we've been going at this for at least three years now. And so yeah. we definitely, isn't it at least three years? I'm sure it is. I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure, but it's yeah. The but,
1: pandemic makes it feel like
3: eight. Yeah. No. We, uh,
1: Every time's a pleasure. was
3: just kind of clicking through some of our episodes, yeah. and uh, there was a funny intro. Someone said, I think, well, Chris usually <laughs> starts. I think there's two, probably two episodes that I opened up. I don't know, remember which ones, but I think uh, it was way back in the day when Chris would have, uh, sometimes have a problem getting, getting us rolling. But anyways. <laughs> and uh, that still happens. <laughs> but anyways, we listened to one of those, and, he, and I think the intro was... Hey, everybody, we're deep into our second season, episode seven. (laughs) (laughs) It was just so funny to
2: hear. Yeah, we used to do about once a month. And uh, do you guys remember where the first episode was recorded?
3: Uh, The space? The space. uh, space Yeah, it was. Yeah.
2: With some borrowed gear. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. That's fun.
1: So we've come a long way. We own our own stuff. Yeah. We have a sweet recording
2: studio attached to Tyler's house now. Yeah. We have two (laughs) amazing sponsors we didn't have back then. Yeah. Yeah. Blind um, Man and Cilantro and Chive have been wonderful to us this past year,
1: yeah, and
2: beyond. So and literally
3: you. hundreds of listeners.
2: Yes, if mm-hmm. not more.
3: Would it be uh, Would it be kind of fun to just? We did more episodes this year than any other year, mm-hmm. and Easy, yeah. I think it would be kind of fun. I have it open on my phone, just our our feed, and I'll just quickly go through the episodes that yeah. that we recorded th- just this year. So there's some okay. before this, but. I think for me, even just looking at the first one, it feels like this was really, really, um, long ago, but the first one of 2021 was, I ain't afraid of no gents, which is episode about ghosts. And then we had one that the title makes makes no sense, but, uh, Oh, it it was a new year, kind of new year of cold showers. Mm -hmm. And we had one where (laughs) Peter was unveiled as being Q, um, (laughs) one about fear, one about, uh, cancel culture huh. yeah. with uh kathy tilstra yeah that was good that, was, that, was, that was a lot of fun
2: yeah. that was this year yeah man
3: yeah in march um hmm. we had queer eye part two mm-hmm. the attack on family values with peter <laughs> um we had a weird one where we t- traveled through time to talk to ourselves yeah. probably about covid because that was when yes. we
1: were thinking covid would be over
3: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um we had ryan Langlois on for an episode which was That's great a great one um we had a couple of philosophical ones with Peter. Photo shoot <laughs> meticulous photo shoots. I think uh, Chris had a really good. Uh, my favorite moment. I think, that, <laughs> on that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, and we had one with Emma, Emma Bloomfield, yeah. about uh, science skeptics, um, political harmony, soccer dads, ear gum. Is in the title of one. Hey, I put is, a piece of gum behind my ear yeah, today. Yeah.
2: Did you? Yes. Yeah. We got some feedback from a listener who was mortified at that story. Was that Chana? <laughs>
3: was it anybody who heard it
2: really mortified <laughs> did somebody respond uh we, we had a talk with somebody who said it was uh it was shocking yeah
3: really i gotta okay maybe off air
2: we will
1: surprise that.
3: you that much that people were disgusted by it i just never heard anything about it so maybe okay. well, I, mean, I didn't think
2: about it much either but
3: okay just very quickly there was butt spiders um <laughs> blood story. brothers yes. um tim oh 50th episode oh man tim oh um, man yeah um we had an olympian we had rebecca yeah. smith on wow we had what a year um i'm oh i missed the one i'm sure i missed some other guests in there but when we will come back oh janice Irwin. previous to that nice mla um joe whitbread was in there somewhere. joe yeah we had joe whitbread and getting kind of caught up here homeboy sandman Mm -hmm. Um, empathizing with vaccine skeptics. We had Robin Pollack, an author. Mm -hmm. Um, We had another philosophical one with Peter, one with Dr. Melanie Humphreys, Mm. our Christmas one. Yeah. And now here we are.
2: A year in review. Brings us to today. What a year, you guys. When we started going every two weeks, did you think we would actually go through a whole year without missing a two-week period? No. Because that's... Well...
1: I mean, it was, it seemed like a big decision at the time to do that. And mm-hmm. it was like, "How? I wonder how long we'll stick with it. Yeah. Will we get bored and just quit?
2: And you're listening. You've stuck with us too, which we appreciate from the bottom of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a fun time. I think we should just keep going with the podcast. I don't know about you guys, but we should probably just keep going. Yeah. At least this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> commit. <laughs> I commit to finishing this episode. So guys, what I thought we would do tonight, um, This won't be a traditional episode, but what we'll do is we'll each talk about our favorite moment or guest uh, that we enjoyed, and we can maybe talk about it a bit here. And then what I'll do is I'll edit in. I'll kind of splice in some of the highlights from that episode in this one. So maybe if you missed it or you haven't heard it for a while, we can just be reminded. Little snippets here and there, Mm -hmm. if that works. I like it. Cool. Sounds great. All right. Let's do a jingle and we'll do it.
0: This segment is proudly supported by cilantro and chive. The harmonious gentlemen highly recommend their fresh, simple eats and their passion for making their community a more harmonious place.
2: Well, when the podcast started, I don't think we ever even talked about guests early on. That wasn't really one of our um, goals, was it? Am am I wrong about that?
3: No, I don't think it was a goal. I think we, whenever we talked to a friend about it, we would say, do you want to be on the podcast? Right. And they'd be, uh, no, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: But we definitely this year took that um, on as a new challenge. And I have to thank you two guys for bringing in the guests because that was not my thing. Uh, I spent my time behind the computer and you guys got out there and and brought some amazing guests that I never would have even fathomed that we would be able to pull in for the podcast. And so maybe this segment we can talk about just our personal favorite briefly. And they will play a clip later on from from one of them, but uh, if that sounds good, sure the thing is picking a favorite's kind of impossible because there's been so many amazing guests this year yeah um my my personal favorite is probably um well, yeah I would say Dr. Emma Francis Bloomfield. do you recall that guest? Yes, I yeah, do, I do. Yeah. 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 yeah, she was kind of our first sort of zoom um guest, so the pressure for the technology to work was there. And it didn't Mm -hmm. go so smoothly at first. And I was very flustered. (laughs) Hmm. Um, But it it came together. And I just loved her insight and her um, expertise. And it almost felt like everything that she sort of said, every sort of direction the conversation went, I was even more excited. Yeah. Um, There was a moment in that talk where she mentioned the creation arc that Ken Ham built. And it was just, it just came out of nowhere. And I had just read something about it. And it was a moment where I just thought like she was kind of right there with me and what I was into. So
3: that was our, our first guest that we didn't really have a personal connection to at all. And I remember being quite, quite nervous about it as I'm sure we all were, but, yeah, Yeah. and then, but then kind of like you're saying it, she was so good at just knowing where to go. And um, we're not, I think great interviewers. We're definitely not trained interviewers, (laughs) No, Um, but she took our questions and. My favorite part of that
1: whole thing was kind of in talking to her, like, you are you comfortable doing this over zoom and she responded with well when i did the npr interview it, it all worked fine and it wasn't like she was trying to like embarrass us <laughs> no. but i just remember thinking oh okay this is kind of awesome yeah
2: never the, the pressure was on npr no big deal <laughs> um chris do you have a guess that sort of stands out to you i mean every time we have one it's been
1: it's gone in directions i didn't expect and we've had quite a few now that we didn't know before janice mm-hmm. Irwin, joe whitbread homeboy mm-hmm. like melanie we've had right lots of people that like i met them through the podcast so those experiences are really cool i love talking with ryan Langwa, a local musician and friend um but just hearing him talk about creativity was so cool and his insights and just some of the things that even happened during that episode it was his birthday that we didn't know about and it was just Mm -hmm. really fun to hang out with him that was kind of a
2: highlight moment yeah Yeah. and then to see him recently perform at uh, red heart was pretty special too yeah Yeah, because i i don't think i'd seen him play live maybe almost ever until then so it was neat after the interview to see that yeah cool
3: and that was one where um we had some connection to him like we knew of him and kind of knew each other and uh, but it just the recording of that episode, it, it, there was something special about it. Like everything, we kind of had an outline and, and sort of followed it, but in the end it just, we couldn't really replicate it. Like we tried to follow other in following episodes or like, let's do it like the Ryan episode. Yeah. And we couldn't, it, yeah, like that one just kind of worked out so well. And I think he gives, he deserves a lot of credit for that. Just being able to yeah take our questions and tell great stories. And, yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. The one that, stands out to me the most and I I don't know if favorite is the right word but the one that like stands out to me when I think about this year um there's actually two one that stands out is Janice Irwin and I wouldn't say it was my favorite to record but it was kind of a cool experience to interview that one felt like more like an interview
1: yeah right
3: which was not really what we do like we're more I think about the conversation and sit for an hour and and just chat but that one we had like a 30 minute window really
1: specific time and we on, had yeah. to like
3: submit our questions and like so it felt it felt different it felt kind of like being a yeah like a I don't know if you'd call it a journalist but like uh yeah we had to interview her yeah and she's a politician and it was really I think obvious that she was a politician answering questions from interviewers mm-hmm. so that was an interesting experience um that stands out to me like an experience I'd never had before but the one that stands out even more to me would be the one with homeboy sandman and just because i'm a like a a fan of his music and i've been a fan for a long time so to have yeah to have him say yes was kind of unbelievable Mm -hmm. because he's i I mean he's not a huge huge celebrity or anything but um
4: it was was surprising to to
3: me yeah, yeah like it was really cool so yeah that was a yeah highlight for sure
1: and I think should, oh sorry, agree. No, you go ahead. One of the things that it teaches us is that, like, hey, when you ask, you people might say yes. And we've had that mm-hmm. experience kind of lots, just poop people who, for whatever reason, some people know about it and want to do it, and other people don't know about it, but still
0: yeah.
1: agree to it, which has really been cool.
2: I'll have someone say yes to me at some point, guys. I'll yes, bring someone aboard. Yeah. That's my goal for 2022. Nice. Um, but we should just generally thank all of our guests because, yes, these are the yeah. highlights and send us. But, I mean, we didn't have any interviews that didn't work out great and everyone was wonderful. Yeah, thank actually, gracious.
1: now I'm kind of reminding myself yeah. that I have a tie because Rebecca Smith, talking to her, was so fun. Yeah. Um, Olympian and all-around awesome girl yeah. who just had such neat experiences that I think we all kind of – Wish we could have had to, or you know, just to hear about yeah. what she got to do was so cool.
2: Kind of gave me hope for making the Olympics soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. yeah. Um,
1: In archery. Yeah,
2: and of course our our more consistent original guest, uh, our friend Peter, was always wonderful and warm to speak to, and so we look forward to yeah. talking to them again as well. Yeah. Well, let's play a clip from one of our interviews. Uh, we'll pick it later, I guess. I'm not sure which one. Cool. Yeah,
5: it's exciting. But here it is. didn't like, even in America the Beautiful, I say, it's a work in progress and it may always be, you know what I'm saying? I think it's kind of bizarre actually, you know, since we're getting on this topic, how Mm -hmm. I can't say America, for some people. I mean, I know that for me and I, you know, I I think it's bizarre that I wrote a song like Illuminati, like, yo, look out for mad, shisey stuff going on. And then I wrote a song called, Hey, this is great, a bunch of great stuff and cats are like yo those songs don't match like as if they can't exist at the same time you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah um right. I, it seemed to me like that like i don't know unusual i don't even know how to how to how to classify i mean i don't even know how to describe it but it's like some type of unusual extremeness that's like i don't know becoming more prevalent you know what i mean like black or white no gray yeah. like the you know it's it's kind of bizarre i don't know it seemed like it's picking up steam, but, yeah. but yeah, for, for me, um, there's, there's all types of, yeah. You know, America, the beautiful, uh, it wasn't really based off no, no political climate or nothing, but it was just based off, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta rhyme what you want from me. Don't get mad when I answer, do a vote or not. I don't mess with none of that, you know, I don't mess with none of these cats, you know?
0: And so, I mean, I was watching those two other girls before me racing, and I think we were about, like, fourth or fifth. I think when Maggie, so the person that I took off of, um, she touched in fifth, I think. And obviously, I didn't see the board. But at that point, I was like, oh, I just need to go. I need to get us in this great position so that when Penny jumped off the blocks that she could bring us home. And so when I touched, we were fourth. So I just, like went to the other end of the pool and just like jumped out so I could watch her come in. And we saw her flip. And at third, yeah. Hmm. so she was neck and neck with the american and she just went up close to that lane rope so that she could kind of get the drag off of her a bit um i guess that's some strategy and hmm. they were just neck and neck and we were screaming our heads off and when we saw that tube beside our name on the board we just went
2: hmm. crazy so awesome. so there's a spot yeah. up on the board that you're, you're waiting to see yeah because it takes a moment after they hit the ball yep. right
0: because no one knew what number because as gonna they're touching
1: be. at the end it's just so boom 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 yeah or, it's
0: like it could be anyone at this point yeah. how so how long just, of a
1: delay
3: is there
0: um maybe like half a second delay okay. Okay. So That's so what it is on oh, TV. It's it's too, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's pretty quick but also it's like you're just like staring at the board but just yeah insane. are those
1: times up in a relay during the race too or just at the very end
0: uh the times are up um, as we're going and okay. our placing as well. So oh. we kind of have an idea where we're at.
1: So you're watching yeah. the clock, watching your teammates. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so I for sure I think and I was gonna ask you guys that. Where does what where is creativity? Is it just in music and visual arts or does it exist in fixing an engine or oh, that's cooking so a I was thinking or? I was thinking about
6: that today because we had the question about like, are you born with it or can it be learned? Yeah. And I was thinking about it today on my run and I was like, "It." we are all born with it. Like I absolutely 100% Like you're an image
1: that. bearer so you have a creative we are.
6: Mm-hmm. We are. We were born in creation. Yeah. So we are creative beings. And I was thinking about my brother who's younger than me. He is a creative genius with small engines. Hmm. You mentioned that. Like he can fix anything build anything out of nothing and that is and i'm in awe of that and i believe that is as creative as me singing a song mm. or writing a song
2: mm-hmm.
6: it just it's just different the world highlights the, per, the performing art mm-hmm. performing arts because they're spectacle yeah. but I, I want a good lawnmower
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I need some yeah, creative you. genius. That little Tecumseh's just, just making
6: my little lawnmower engine run like a top.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, clearly one of the purposes of the podcast is to talk about difficult situations or different difficult topics in a harmonious way. So that's kind of a theme or a through line that we hope is coming through. And I think we've gotten lots of feedback that would suggest that. Um, But there's other themes that pop up sometimes in the conversations we're having uh, with guests or just with each other. And one of the ones I noticed this year was creativity. It seemed like that kind of kept coming up. And uh, in our conversation with Ryan specifically, there was just a lot of cool talk about the creative process and, um, yeah, kind of how that's different for everybody. But how he explained it was kind of a really cool highlight i thought
2: well we asked them about the process of being like a you know do you have to force yourself to be creative do you yeah. sit down every day and we asked that question to sort of all three of our more creative homeboy and uh robin mm-hmm. same kinds of questions and, and we didn't always get the same answers yeah. either yeah it's always you know? different yeah that was a
3: yeah definitely a through line i was thinking about too that that came up the other one and this is maybe something just to that stands out to me this year is the um, the feedback we receive from from listeners, like I know that's not exactly what we're talking about here, but it it helps me realize some of the impact or like the insight that has come from the podcast is when we hear from our listeners yeah. and we've had a lot of really cool emails and and interaction on social media that uh like informs what we do, but also like allows us to realize what kind of what we're doing that there is a point to it or there's uh some significance there and one one theme that comes through those messages is the word um empathy right like where even though we're talking about things that we may disagree with or we are unhappy about the the point isn't to shoot those things down or to um kind of win like mm. and it's more about like i love it when we get feedback from listeners that say it made me think about something in a different way or gave me more empathy for this group of people than I've ever had, or just made me reconsider. So that's something that stood out to me from this year as a kind of a learning, even for, for myself that just by talking about things from different perspectives can create, hmm. can create empathy for people. So yeah, yeah, I like that.
2: I often come into the episodes on the way here or the day of, where I think, I hope I don't say anything too, unharmonious like or i'm upset about something or i'm fired up but in the process of talking it through i think i gain that sense of empathy a little bit from it like i i end up and maybe maybe that's not as entertaining sometimes For we don't have these fiery takes often but in just discussing things and hearing you guys and our guests talk it sort of disarms me a little bit and takes the edge off and uh yeah except for christmas lights but <laughs> yeah
3: Another thing that that stands out to me from this year, just thinking about our, I was looking through some of our episodes and trying to remember what we talked about um, is just your guys' ability to ask good questions when, I mean, for me specifically, when I go down a, go on a rant or when I start pushing hard in one direction, whether that's a genuine feeling that I have or I'm playing devil's advocate, you guys are really good at asking questions that don't necessarily halt me in my tracks, but make me have to reconsider which, and, and I really appreciate that about, about you guys. One specific episode I was scrolling through, I was thinking about the one of regret. And I think we were, um, I think there were some moments where maybe Chris, you and I weren't agreeing on regret. And I don't think we ever got like, I think it remained harmonious but that I just remember that conversation being, I had to reconsider a lot of what I was thinking with that, mm-hmm. and it, but it never felt like uh confrontational. Yeah. So I, I think there's moments throughout this year too, where there's episodes where we're, and it could be any combination of us three, where we're mm-hmm. not seeing eye to eye, but it doesn't get confrontational with, and there's never a winner or loser. Right, but there are lots of moments that maybe Graham edits out some of those pauses. But where yeah, we we yeah, have maybe. to pause and think. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Okay, I was going this way, but now I'm not not so sure. Yeah. I should continue down that path. So yeah. yeah, that's been cool too.
2: Yeah, I feel that same way about you guys for sure. And in case people wonder, I don't really edit out that much. I think about. I think it'd be interesting, maybe one day to release an unedited version of our own. It wouldn't be that different. Hmm. Um, hmm. There are pauses here and there for sure, just to keep things moving. But in general. It's there. Just record the whole. We just record it. Mic's on. Now, we have lost some pretty amazing stuff in the in-between moments, I think. Right over yeah. the years where we don't record something when we're getting ready, but yeah, that's one thing about Tyler. you mentioned just like I appreciate you guys in lots of ways in the podcast and one way in particular is is with these guests where I get nervous. Like I know you guys are going to have my back. Like if I do something if I say something kind of maybe not so great, <laughs> Or, you know what I mean, you'll you'll clarify for me. Or if I blank, somebody will fill in. Like, we have this kind of good system where someone's going to figure it out yeah. as we go. And that, for me, the more we the more guests we interviewed, the less I worried about mm. those kinds of things. Because we just got, like Kelly said, we're not really trained interviewers. But I think we were getting better um, as we went on.
1: My most embarrassing moment, besides confessions on the podcast, <laughs> was in the Emma Bloomfield episode. When, like, you guys had been asking great questions <laughs> and it wasn't like i was zoning out it was just like i had n- nothing else to say and i don't know one of you was like chris did you have a question you wanted to ask and i was like uh I, and i stumbled around for about a minute and a half and came up with one that just totally incoherent question that emma did like a wonderful job of trying to make
2: yeah
1: conversation out
2: of uh, so I, I, that I felt so stupid
3: she probably said great question great that's a great
2: question <laughs> chris i thought you were going to mention uh, sandboy that was my <laughs> yeah, favorite moment to too. yes Oh
1: right, I forgot about that embarrassing moment.
2: No, I like that. <laughs> I wish he had a better sense of humor about it, but he's just like, I don't I don't like no, that. No, that that wouldn't be my no, name. That's not cool. <laughs> All right, let's take another harmonious pause. Yeah. Actually, we should play a clip. Yeah. Um, based on something we just talked about, which I'll find. <laughs> Hope you like it. <laughs> Me asking Emma a ridiculous question. Uh, just,
3: yeah. I'll say things like, you need to approach this with the mindset that you might be wrong. Hmm. Right, like, don't go into this thinking that like Mm -hmm. you are that you are right, and it is your job to win over the other person. the The purpose of conversation is to go in to learn something. Like, have the assumption that you're you're wrong about something because how many times in your life have you been wrong? Mm -hmm. I know I've been wrong many, many times, but it feels like right now I'm reluctant to do that. Like, I. Where it's something that I I take pride in, and like I've been fairly open-minded, but now mm-hmm. I feel I feel myself becoming less that. Yeah. Like where I'm, like I I just can't bring myself. I I just think I don't think I'm wrong about this, and but I think the other side also is feeling more and more that way. Yeah. I'm not wrong about this. How do you not see yeah. that the government is like using this as a tool to control us?
2: But before that, may have been like a goofy exchange on twitter about the earth being flat or during an election but now it actually affects our daily lives like now right like now we feel it
3: yeah so the stakes are way higher suddenly yeah
1: but i i I think i'm with you where it's like i don't there's days when i feel like i don't have the energy or the desire to even enter into those discussions and that worries me personally because i used to be well not used to be but I'm often the kind of person who wants those conversations to continue no matter what the discussion is. Like it's worth it to have those talks. And sometimes I feel now like, Oh, it's not even worth it. And that, that sort of worries me about myself. Like that I'm tiring in that area.
2: Do you think it's just a stamina issue? 18 months in maybe
1: we can lose empathy. I think if, if we feel that way, yeah. where even you will, you'll hear people be like, well, I don't even care. Like maybe those people just shouldn't get hospital care and then they can die. Like, yeah, that's an awful way. Like that's
2: an extreme view of that. But yeah.
1: Right. And the other side might say, well, I hope the vaccine just kills them so that they learn their lesson or whatever. I don't
2: know. <laughs> Hopefully we can not entertain those voices. on right. the Extreme. Exactly. And when you hear minutes. those people, shut them down. And I think that typically a lot of times when we disagree with someone, we're not that far off from them. We'd agree on most things. Yeah. And if you talk with someone, you might realize you're not that far away. And I guess that's again the motivation for me really wanting to understand what's my disagreement. Yeah. What are we disagreeing about? Or even here?
1: your principles might be still in common, but the yeah. how to get there isn't.
2: Yeah. So we've we've pretty much solved it then. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Good job.
7: I think it's and that's what worries me sometimes even just with the words cancel and culture together like maybe we need to this needs to be called something different Mm -hmm. but that's what sends up flags for me it's when you even just talk about Michael Jackson well what shifted your thinking was learning a story and reading about something or watching the documentary like being informed Mm -hmm. and when we start canceling culture whatever that means that like that language worries me because we have to keep talking and, we, and and i think it's how we talk and it's how we relate if we position like you were talking tyler about you know how do you see me right now or the calling in versus the calling out or mm. i love the language of redemption if we believe that god is redeeming all parts of creation Well, then why do we cancel something like The Cosby Show and never watch it again instead of saying, yeah, that was a harmful story. He did some horrible things. Let's talk about that. But then let's look at the beauty that it created, how it empowered so many people and the good. And we we talk about both sides rather than canceling things, whatever that means. Mm
4: hmm.
3: For this segment, I think I'm gonna ask you guys this question. So prepare. Hey. Um, why do you why do you keep doing this podcast? Like what do you get out of it?
8: Hmm.
3: And if you can't answer, then this will be our last episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a really good question. Like I one thing I love about the podcast, there's so many things I love about it. So like obviously I keep doing this because I just love doing it, like full stop. It's just fun to do it. Every aspect is mm-hmm. fun. Seeing you guys, having a beer music, the whole thing I love. But I just think it's nice to have something in my life that is consistent, that is like a set time that we 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 have to make it work. Because it's often not convenient. It's often mm-hmm. tough. But I don't have a lot of things. It's almost like when you're a kid and you're in all kinds of different lessons and it's like you have a weekly commitment that you go to your lesson every week. I don't really have anything like that anymore. You got your job, I guess. But mm-hmm. it's just nice to have something that's external, that, but it's also... I love it, but it's, it's work, I guess. Does that make sense? Like I have to do it. Like we have to make it work. We set this, we set a goal for ourselves. And I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it just feels like one of those things that, that I love doing it, but it wouldn't have happened unless we set these goals for ourselves.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's kind of like, uh, I get where, where it's hard to kind of define because it's not, if it were just a hobby, you wouldn't have those, the accountability. Right. Like it's kind of like a hobby that we're taking seriously. I, like, I, I'm I, having a hard time describing it too, yeah. but I, I know totally what you're talking about.
2: I think what you said and, is better than everything I just said. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah.
3: And like, that's what makes it fun is that we're taking it seriously mm-hmm. and we want to do good, like do better at it as we go. So that kind of keeps driving it. Yeah. I would say like, it's the, the fun is just, Hey, we're
1: hanging out. We're talking about things that we're interested in. I, I just like hanging out with you guys. Then we get feedback from people who say, hey, that actually meant something. Or when you talked about that, I never thought about it that way. That motivates me to want to keep talking about things that are difficult to talk about and model that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I found, too, that um, I want to be harmonious, not just when I'm here where it's yeah. easy to talk. about Well, not that it's always easy, but no. you know, when I'm structuring an email for work or when I'm talking with a tough parent or having a conversation with somebody at church or in my family, like I I want to be that kind of a person and this is like almost practice for that I find yeah and it, and it's made me think of, think through it that way and I I fail at it a ton but it's kind of changed my my mind about how I th- think through the, some of those things mm-hmm.
3: yeah you kind of stole my answer there oh, I, like, Sorry, <laughs> um well it's okay I asked you guys first so like I wanted to say that it's this might be overstating it a little bit but that it has changed my life like that's that is that does sound a little dramatic but it does change the way I approach conversations outside of the podcast for sure it has Mm -hmm. and would Um, you have known how to do that without this do you think I I think it's just like an extra level of accountability like whether we had like 10 listeners or a thousand listeners or whatever like the fact that I'm saying we should try to be harmonious and have conversations with people we disagree with and talk about hard things and do that in a, in a productive way. Like the fact that I'm saying that out loud to an audience, however small that is, yeah. like that's accountability. Like now in, in the real world, I'm thinking along those terms and uh, it helps that like a lot of the people I interact with listen to the podcast and it comes up and they, they ask about it or they give suggestions and it's like, Oh man, people actually listen to this. Mm hmm so that's, that's kind of my answer is like why I, I think we, I want to keep doing this is that it's, it's actually a big part of my, my, my life right now.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, me too. I agreed. You mentioned the, the listeners, like I have a question for you guys. Like if we had no listeners or let's say five, <laughs> would we have gone this far? I mean, cause I, I am blown away by our listeners and how many we have. I never expected it. It just makes me so happy and proud. But if we had, let's say five or six, would we have gone to 59 episodes?
3: I think I would have been discouraged and and I would have probably stopped. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'll confess that I
1: like, I'll look to see how many people have listened Mm -hmm. when a new episode drops. Okay. Yeah. Like, Oh, I wonder how many people listened in the first day or the first week or whatever. Um, Which I don't really like, I think I still would do it for five, Mm -hmm. but I, I'm like, Ooh, cool. Like I also kind of take some pleasure in that, I guess. Yeah.
2: But I, 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 early on, Maybe I'm just wrong and I've been too long and I'm too old, but I don't think I really thought of much about that. I wanted people to listen, but I think it was more about just the act of making a podcast. Yeah, Almost like when yeah. I record music, I have all kinds of music I've recorded that I don't share with anybody. I just make it because it's fun to make and now I have it. And I almost saw the podcast as that early on. Just let's make a podcast. Yeah, it's that's an an act definitely act of why. creation. Yeah. Yeah, creation. Yeah. And so it's a bonus that people listen and we thank you for listening uh, like we always do. Uh, one more thing I want to mention to you guys is the the nature of the podcast has changed and like I have been so encouraged and excited about by the guests in the last year I just can't even believe that we've been able to talk to some of these people and that wasn't even on the radar a, year, a couple of years back so just one more thing about the year I want to just want, just add that that's a huge part of why I enjoy it mm-hmm. like everything you guys said I agree with 100 percent but it also excites me to know who are we going to talk to next year
3: yeah you
1: know? yeah that's a good good point
3: yeah cool. should we play a few more clips
2: yeah we should it's so fun
4: I had the plot and, and you know a first person account of a heart attack most people find that pretty fascinating right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Um, but for me I needed the character arc and I was in it so I didn't have it and, I, and I, frankly I was I was uh, rattled I was angry you know I sort of felt like I live a pretty good lifestyle I eat pretty well I exercise why did this happen to me the whole self pity thing that's so productive, right? Um, and then it was a long recovery. Like I'm still not 100%. Like it's been four months and I'm still, I sleep nine hours a night and I nap and I, you know, I'm not back to my full routine yet. And so it's been a, this long recovery and messing around with medication and all that stuff. And um, I really had to wrestle with this um, and sort of figure out, so what's my character arc? What's this? What's going to make this story a story worth? And, you know, won't make the story any better for anybody else. It's going to make it better for me <laughs> mm-hmm. if I can see how this is going to grow me as a character. And and I finally, it took me about two months to start to go, okay, I'm starting to see this. You know, and I'm still, I'm still, like, I, I know what the lesson is now, but I'm still learning, <laughs> learning the big lesson, right? Uh, just sort of, as I impatiently <laughs> am waiting to get better. Mm-hmm. And, um, Yeah.
2: Yeah, four months doesn't sound like a very long time. No kidding. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, uh, it's probably a very does long to time. you. <laughs> <but> <laughs> it's a yeah. very long time.
4: I had things to do that yeah. I didn't get to do. Uh, okay.
9: Yeah. yeah.
4: <clears throat> like we went, you know, when we went to um, the Buffalo Jump, yeah. like that's our first time we went out somewhere to do like a bit of a hike. Wow. Yeah. You know. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah.
8: And the best source of evidence when you rely on an expert is to rely on experts. Like mm-hmm. you never just want one; you want um, a large number of experts to to agree with something. So, like, let's say if you watch an expert on YouTube and it's just one person and no other experts agrees with them, you do not agree. Like, don't follow that expert if nobody or else. At least is. see what
1: other people are saying yeah. about it. I think authority is interesting because often it could, if it's true authority, a person in that authority has experience and they've spent time reasoning. Like I think of you as a pastor, you've spent a lot of time studying things that I haven't had time to study. You've spent a lot of time talking and reasoning through things I haven't had a lot of time talking or reasoning through. I would think of your expertise in an area like biblical study or philosophy that I don't have. So you kind of by having a true authority, you kind of, you encompass those other two things in a way.
8: And as somebody who's on the other side of it, like I do appreciate when people like, like, uh, listen to my opinion on things I've studied. Like sometimes people don't do that. Like, but 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 when people do, I appreciate that. But I also know my weaknesses and I want other experts in my field Mm -hmm. to also like agree with way in Yeah. Mm -hmm. And within academic circles, that's where you have journals, like uh, um, many journals have to be peer-reviewed, and that's where you know something is pretty legit, Uh, like Mm -hmm. this is something that the other experts in the field have also agreed with. Um, And other, like just by Googling things on the internet, there's no guarantee that those things are peer-reviewed, unless if you use Google Scholar or something like that.
2: Well, in a week's time, we will be in 2022, Pshish. and we will be releasing new episodes of the Harmonious Gentlemen. We are not going anywhere. Don't touch that dial, that Spotify Pshish. dial. Mm-hmm. So guys, um, looking to the next year, um, here's one of my hopes. I hope we keep doing this. Yeah. I hope mm-hmm. we keep up the every two weeks clip. I hope we bring in guests. Um, I hope we have more Blind Man Beer. That's what I'm hoping for. Any anything in particular you guys have in mind that you kind of want to do in the new year? Any kind of goals you have for the podcast um, that you're on your mind at all? Well, I
3: hope we can find uh, the right balance of kind of lighthearted conversation and diving into really challenging topics. I I love both those the episodes, both those styles of episodes. Ones where we I don't know, talk about fears and we talk about kind of I don't know. That's a fairly those episodes generally fairly light, but also the ones like we've talked about racism and we've talked about, um, or I think we'd like to talk about, um, like, uh, reconciliation, with first nations, we want to talk about sexism, purity culture. Like there's some topics out there that are a little bit scary, Mm -hmm. but I hope we, I hope we do those. Um, but I also hope we keep it light sometimes. Yeah. Find the right balance.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we definitely, those topics you mentioned and others are definitely on our on our radar and we'll probably be tackling at some point soon for, for sure. sure. And I look forward to it.
1: I love the connection we have like with Blind Man Brewing and Slantro and chive. So it's kind of, those were not unexpected, but just sort of pretty cool how those relationships kind of develop. So to continue to develop with local people in our conversations or sponsorships or whatever, those are mm-hmm. such cool opportunities that. Kind of I didn't see coming when we started this, so I hope that kind of continues. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, to continue finding topics that are interesting and engaging for us and for the people listening. sometimes I kind of wonder, are we going to run out of things to talk about? But yeah, truth is no.
3: yeah, well, we need a part two on a lot of them. so yeah,
2: well, in the middle of my ghost episode, I thought we are out of things to talk about because that was the best. <laughs> <laughs> well, um well, Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh, Happy New Year next week. You guys, what a blast this year has been. Yeah. Um I think what we should do as we're rolling out here and and wishing everyone a Merry Christmas is maybe we should play some highlights from our confessions. It's kind of our yeah. trademark um, you know, segment. Yeah. I want
3: to I just want to say one thing about confessions. Like mm. we when we started out, it was a we thought it would maybe just be a every once in a while kind of thing. Yeah. But it's really become like a mainstay and something that I look forward to. To hearing your confessions and even to coming up with my own. Um and I I think the yeah, it's been kind of a favorite part of the podcast. Yeah. Which is kind of cool.
1: And listeners can probably tell sometimes it's like we can shoehorn a funny story in there, but sometimes it's like something that's weighed on us that we wanna kind of feel good to get off our chest.
2: Yeah. We've all had a legitimate confession on the podcast. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) Some more than (laughs) others. I've had several. (laughs) Well, let's maybe just end off here. I'll just we'll we'll play it out with some some highlights. Uh, so till next year, yeah. Twenty twenty two. What See do you think the
1: over under or the same is? We had twenty six episodes this year. We're mm. we going to be more, or less, or the same.
2: I mean, I I be I would be I imp- would be impressed if we could do twenty six again. That that was a good clip. My guess is twenty five.
3: Yeah, that's a good guess. I, yeah.
2: yeah. And all we ask of you is that you keep on listening. Mm-hmm. every two weeks Saturday morning with your coffee with your gentleman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <The> gentleman. <Nice. laughs> my confession is that a number of years ago and I forget the exact timeline I was <laughs> 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 uh, this is really embarrassing asked <laughs> to be in a photo shoot for a hairdresser who was uh, new to town <laughs> and uh, she needed a male a male and a female model uh, to do to kind of like show her work I was (laughs) I was not her first choice (laughs) my much handsomer brothers were picks one two and three (laughs) they were all unavailable and um, I showed up and like this was a time in my life I did not spend money on hair care products or um expensive haircuts (laughs) and she probably worked for four hours on my hair doing bleaching recoloring touch-ups haircuts (laughs) she asked me to wear certain clothes and then there was a photo shoot after because she wanted to send these like still images to magazines for whatever she was doing (laughs) and she was an eastern european woman just a really weird story i can't remember all the details but uh, the, I don't know what I'm confessing here, but I was just embarrassed <laughs> the whole time, and it resulted in some still photos that I still have, so, which I promised to share with the show. So we'll post those yeah, on our I social media. I couldn't find it. I was going to bring it tonight, but it was just so like
3: traumatically embarrassing. You, actually, <laughs> at oh, the beginning, you, you said that you said that you asked to be a part of it. So no, was it, I didn't ask. No, she, you were. She asked, uh, she asked me. But, but it was she more asked like Andrew, and then yeah, she asked, "Yeah, for Matt. sure, Andrew was <laughs> Dan, number one." And
1: then, oh. oh well, maybe do you have another brother? Okay, <laughs> oh boy, Chris. Okay, anyway, I'll try to find oh, the that's... picture. And Shanna kept it. This is maybe the most hurtful part, like as a fake boudoir <laughs> picture kind of oh, oh. by her bed. I don't. She. I asked her where it was. She said it's in the hope chest. I'm sure she probably threw it out, but. It is when you see the picture you'll just be like wow look at that haircut how (laughs) how old were you like probably 25 oh like at this point i have kids
3: (laughs) and it's like i just (laughs) were you so were you embarrassed in the moment or were you loving it like you were like no it totally embarrassed. awkward okay awkward as all get out (laughs) why did
2: you wait 43 or 44 episodes to tell us that
1: Because I regret having been a part of it. and I Oh, that's so good. Tonight I was like, you know what, I'll just get this off my chest. I don't know that anybody knows
3: this but Shanna. We had some family members over some for a barbecue. And I was having a conversation with some uh, family members who I hadn't seen in a while. And just a nice little small small talk chat. And I had, before they came, I had been mowing the lawn and I'd been going through the trees. And you guys, if you've listened to this podcast, you know, I'm fairly afraid of spiders. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, sorry for laughing, but yes, we <laughs> didn't <we> did know. <laughs> so anyway, so that's, I just thought I'd throw that, that that's important information to have. I was in this conversation with um family member and I felt something crawling on my back, but it was like a, someone I hadn't seen in a while and I didn't want to like overreact. So I kind of just casually touch my back, try to brush it off. But internally I'm freaking out. Like I feel like there's a spider crawling down my back. And then I brush my back and it fell in my shirt into my butt crack. (laughs) So now (laughs) I've already been trying to play it cool, but I can feel it in my underwear. What? And I was, I just tried to play it. So, and it bit me. Something Whoa. bit me. Whatever it was, Something. it gave me a little bite. Top left of my butt crack. Is there a hole or... No, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry I will not even...
4: Sorry. <laughs> sorry. A second second hole? <laughs> That's so, horrible. That was the most riveting yeah. part of this entire podcast.
2: I'm going to name and this <laughs> Butt Crack Spiders, by the way. That's the title <laughs> of this episode. But... Oh, yeah, <laughs> Right? Yeah. So wow. I, but sure.
3: I... Like the... Yeah, I don't really know what the confession part is. It's, I guess I'm just sharing a kind of an embarrassing, weird story.
9: Yeah, confession. Um, so I I know who Tim Alien is. Huh? Ooh. Are you serious? Is this real? This is real. This is happening. Uh, oh. Do you guys have any ideas? But are like, you-
1: are you here to tell us who he is?
9: Well, that's why I had to talk, check with Peter to make sure this was okay, the timing of this and... Really? But it's the 50th. I feel this is a big deal. This is, oh, a, this big is deal. a big deal. Oh, I actually, I got goosebumps <laughs> when you said that.
2: We've, we've but, I mean, we've basically been talking about it since it began, you know, before every episode.
9: Peter has hey. theory, says that you guys have theories, like you have some thoughts and ideas. We have a few, yeah. Well, like, my
1: thinking now is that it's you, but... <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't want to steal your confession, so keep going. We do have some theories. I never suspected you before.
9: One time, I think Graham asked me something about, you know, do you know anything about aliens or something? I think you didn't directly ask me. but You were on our list earlier, I believe. You have been discussed. Yeah, and I... I th- I probably lied. So there's a confession there because I, I think I said, <laughs> no, I don't know oh, what you're talking oh, about. But, really? Uh, yeah. I thought Tim Alien <laughs> in the flight. You guys told me to show up tonight. That so, is awesome. Oh, my goodness. We totally did tell so you to that show was, up. So my first confession when I was on your show was that I was jealous of your podcast <laughs> yeah. and I wasn't going to listen. <laughs> So my, my, yes. my reaction to being jealous is like, I'm going to carve out my own segment <laughs> as Sugar Water Guy, Tim Alien. Oh, yeah. wow. And you so, are totally joking. Oh. Risky, and it worked. Yeah, and I don't even know Sugar Water... Like, Graham, you were the <laughs> one that talked about Sugar Water Guy on an... Because
3: we did an Alien episode soon after we recorded with you. I believe. Yeah, it might be before. I gotta go I'm got not and sure look at where the, it, of where
9: the chron- chronology of it is because I didn't know anything about Sugar Water guy, but it's from a movie, isn't it? Yeah, Man in yeah. yeah, Black. Yeah, right. Okay, Samuel so Smith did. movie. Right. So <laughs> well, that might be when you. I, I don't know. It was referenced, Jonah. or you guys talked yeah. about it, and so I. That's where I jumped on board wow. as
2: the Sugar Water, Sugar Water guy. So you're kind of blowing my mind right now. I just can't believe. Yeah, this. We, we have
3: talked about it more than you know.